0: I'm Terry Taylor, and this is the Interior Design Business Academy Podcast. As an interior designer, you may be thinking, I love what I do, but I am so overworked and underpaid. Let me tell you, I've been there too. I spent many years learning from my own mistakes and developing proven strategies and systems to make interior design a profitable career while keeping it fun and creative. So now, I'm here to help you get paid what you're worth. If you're ready for some straight talk about how design business really works, and you're ready to break through old belief systems that are holding you back, and shift into beliefs that support your goals and bring lasting success, you are in the right place. Hey. I've been talking about how to be profitable in design jobs for quite a while. How to take a lead, like a web lead or a phone call or even a, you know, a referral, something like that, and turn it into a contract, into a real job that's going to be profitable and be good for you and good for the client, and all those things. And in talking about that system, somebody always raises their hand wildly and says, Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What about getting the lead? Where, where does it come from? Where do clients come from? You know, kind of like, stomping of feet and going, well, you can't do that till you do this. Well, you're right. You're absolutely right. (laughs) You've got to do that. So let's talk about where do clients come from, okay? Now, my response to that stomping of feet and going, where do they come from and tell me how to do this, my response is always, well, what are you doing for marketing? And the the answer that I get back from designers is, well, I don't have time for that, Okay. Or I can't afford that. I can't afford to market. All right. Okay. Beliefs, not necessarily true, (laughs) just beliefs. Or I'm not doing anything because I don't know what to do. Okay. I believe that, right? <laughs> you know, if nobody tells you, it's not your fault, right? You need to know how to do. But let's, t- let's talk about this stuff here. You know, these are some, some blocks about marketing first that we need to get through. And then some one, two, three of how you get this part started, and how you get this going. Obviously, this is stuff we also teach. In IDBA Growth Program in the in the very beginning, because this is the very beginning of the path, right? Is is getting those leads in, getting yourself known. There's no genius to being the best kept secret designer in your city, right? It, it doesn't it that doesn't work, right? You it's not good for you. It's not good for the people there. You have this this in my opinion, God given gift to help people and support people and change their lives through through beautiful functional places to live. And if you don't do it. You're not, you're not using the gift that you've been giving and you're, you're supposed to. You're supposed to share your cookies, okay? So this is all about sharing the cookies. So let's talk about these blocks that seem to get in the way. The, I don't have time to market. Well, you know, if you don't have the clients you want and you're not working on those big jobs that you want, then what are you doing, okay? Sometimes we... We tend to fill our time with little stuff, just feel busy, to feel productive. And I understand that, right? To feel productive. However, it's not producing anything. Okay. It's, it's just filling up time to feel busy and feel like you're doing something. And it's not, not a good thing. Time is our most precious commodity. So we really, really want to pay attention to that. Okay now one of the things that that i want you to to know is that yeah. time management is one of the very first things we work on here at IDBA. Absolutely. Because it is so critical in terms of your thinking and your belief system of how you get things done and and getting to a point where you're comfortable and not overwhelmed all the time. All right? So there's, you know, part of it's attitude and part of it's what you're doing, okay? As usual, some mindset stuff. So you've all heard of the 80-20 rule, right? The peribo principle. It says that 80% of the results you get come from 20% of the work you do. Now, when you can clearly identify what 20% is producing all those results, you could let go of the other 80% because it's not giving you anything. Right? It's a lot of work for nothing, right? So that's something you always want to take a look at. And when you do focus on that 20% that really, that really produces for you, then you can start, you can, start, you can do all kinds of stuff. You, you, you know, your whole world opens up. Okay? So you actually do have plenty of time if you take the time to figure out what you're doing and decide what's important and what's not. And, you know, sometimes there's just stuff that's in there that we do that are knee-jerk reactions, like running out the door to rescue a contractor when you really didn't need to, but, you know, it kind of feels good to rescue somebody. <laughs> so, so you know, looking at your time and finding your 20% of genius time where you actually get the jobs, make the money, make it happen, that's really when you focus on. And that extra eighty percent of time, some of that can be can be fun for you and just go do something else and some of it needs to be devoted to marketing because marketing is what keeps the clients coming in the door and it's it's a repeatable piece I always think of it kind of like a wheel that needs to get turning and once you get that wheel turning kind of like a mill wheel you know once it's going it has momentum it'll carry you and you just keep feeding it and it keeps going so it, it's an important thing to realize that that, that time is what you make of it. You know, I hear I hear. all the people are going. oh, if I only had one more day, if I had two more hours in the day, if I had one more day in the week, I kind of think, oh, my gosh, it would be so cool. Uh, but, you know, that will never happen. And the shift in time has to be in the way we see it and the way we use it. What's one of the very first things we do here at IDBA in the beginning of every year is we do a big a big time management workshop and, and try to get everybody on track and everybody looking at what they're doing and making, making conscious choices about what they're doing and just doing automatic things and reactions and that sort of thing that just gobble up your time, right? So so quite frankly, you do have time. There is actually plenty of time, plenty of time. So let's talk about I can't afford it, okay? This is another thing that people say to me all the time. Now, I think what's happening there is that that designers think that marketing is advertising. Okay, and it's not quite right. Advertising is a piece or could be a piece of your marketing plan, could be, doesn't need to be. And at this point, if you're trying to get basic clients, it's probably not. This is not a this is not a Facebook ad situation okay this is not the the, the leads that come to us that uh, need to be referrals okay the very best design business have a really good referral system they take really good care of their clients they have a lot of returning clients they have a lot of connections and it's all built on relationship and connection okay now advertising can make you a player Okay. If you want to do, say, a full page in Lux and you need it to do at least a year, more like two years to actually make a dent in it and have people know who you are. But I got to tell you, it's not that people see those ads and call you. It's that somebody refers you and then they see that ad and go, oh, I know who that is. Yeah, I am going to call her. Okay. It, it works like that. So advertising is not... Necessarily in your marketing plan, and therefore, and it is expensive, and you don't need to do it. Okay, it's not that's not going to help you. It's just kind of throwing your money in a bucket at this point, right? This is more important now that that you, you get into your community and let people know what you need to do. Okay, now most marketing stuff for designers doesn't cost anything. It's more about time. It's more about energy on your part. It's more about intention. It's more about setting up a plan and executing it consistently, okay? that can That's really where it happens. When we talk about, you know, marketing and money, the money you would need would be to make sure that you have a website, okay? And it doesn't have to be a big fancy thing. It could be just a landing page, okay, to start with. But, you know, the the idea that you have to invest in your business to grow it is true. Okay. It's not just something that you're going to grow organically and just keep flipping the, the profit into it and, and grow it. It, that, it, it really doesn't, you could get there, but it's going to take you a very, very long time. Okay. It's not, it's not the path that I would recommend you. You go after. Okay. Investing in your business is important because you're investing in yourself. And if you're unwilling to invest in yourself, you're going to have a hard time getting clients to invest in you. Okay. Because you've got to be in that vibrational space of, of, I'm worth this and, and I'm worthwhile and this is what I need to do. Okay. All right. So, so that, that becomes an important, an important piece in there. Photography is also something that you need to start working on. You need to photograph, you know, two thirds of what you do at least. Okay. And it needs to be professionally done. So we need to get a relationship with a photographer. You need to build those amounts, those budgets into your fees so that you have the money to do it, that you have put it aside so that you're there. And eventually you will build the assets that you need to do a really big website if you want such a thing. But meanwhile, you know, one page is fine and you could use the grid off your Instagram quite frankly, for the front page of your website. If you build, if you've been conscious about building that grid in that the composition is good in terms of the attractiveness of how it looks and then each piece that you've chosen and the pieces that are about you and that sort of thing if you if you get that that you could move over into a web page and have a website so this is not a big money situation okay it's really not okay but 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 do connect with the idea of investing yourself in your business when you need to because that's how that's going to come out all right, so what is you what does you need to do? You need to get out from behind your computer, okay you know, endless social media posts are. I mean, that's nice if you like to do that. I think it's great. However, it's, it's not often that you get a lead out of it. It could happen, but, but not often. It mostly sends people to the website. It makes you more known. It's just kind of like the underlying noise that supports everything and pushes people towards you. So, so, you know, the social media piece is great. And if, if you don't like it, don't do it. You know, wait till you get a little further along and then you can pay for somebody to do it. All right. So there's a sequence. There's a way of doing this. Even if you're starting from zero and working your way up, there's a way of methodically doing this, a system where you methodically build this. All right. But the biggest piece, the biggest piece, the number three, I don't know what to do. Okay. The answer is use your voice. Okay. Use your voice. Speak, be seen, talk about design, talk about enthusiasm about the jobs you're doing or wish you were doing, or talk about the cool stuff you just saw at the design center or what the rep just brought that was so cool. In other words, you have a lot of interesting things that people are interested in. And if you're sharing what you're interested in and your enthusiasm, okay, it will carry into them and they will be drawn to you. OK, and it's not like you have to be pitchy or salesy or anything like that. You just have to be clear about it and and talk about it and realize that that when you talk about with someone it's with enthusiasm and talk about design stuff, people love it. Right. They want to do what you do. So, you know, it's a really easy situation. Right. One thing I will tell you about that. Here's a don't, don't say, Oh, I'm an interior. When you introduce yourself, you say, I'm an interior designer because the reaction you get is, Oh, that's so cool. I've always wanted to do that. Oh, that would be such a great job. You know what? I think I have some talent. You know, could I follow you around and maybe be your helper and carry your books or, you know, you, you get these reactions like that. That's not the reaction you want when you're networking and, and. Talking to people is networking. Okay, it's not nothing other than that. Every situation you're in that you run into somebody, to another human, and you're talking to them, is is a networking situation. Okay, so it, you know it doesn't have to be predisposed that way or set up or that sort of thing. But you need to be talking about what you do, and you need to introduce your business and what you do as a business, not you as your training. Okay. So, so instead of saying I'm an interior designer and getting all the wrong answers, you know what? You're gonna you're gonna say something like, "I'm Terry Taylor. I am the CEO and lead designer of Taylor Design Group, we're a boutique design firm who works with yada 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 yada." Okay, that's a bit of an elevator speech there, but just that intro, just changing that intro will change the way people react to you. Okay. And then, and then once you've got that piece in place now, you know, here at IDBA and growth program, we teach a lot of marketing stuff. Part of it's a, an elevator speech, which that's the beginning of, and it's a way of, of telling someone you meet what you do, what your company does. Okay. You introduce yourself as the, the leader of a company, not a person with a job. All right. <laughs> leader of a company. And then who you work with, who's your client, okay? And what's the problem you solve? When you can say that very succinctly in very few words and do it in a very clean, positive, confident way, people go, whoa, okay, I got it. Yeah. You know what? You need to talk to my sister. Can I have your card? Okay. That's the reaction you get, right? So so piece number one. Piece number two about this whole everywhere you go is networking and you need to start using your voice, right? Have a plan or a system for when somebody wants to talk to you that you're going to tell them what to do, okay? So, you know, in in my world, my least favorite thing in the entire world is to go to a party and then have the the hostess of the party drag me into her bathroom and want to talk about how to what to do to remodel her bathroom. I'm not doing it, okay? That's the equivalent of of, you know, going up to somebody who's a doctor and telling him your elbow hurts and can okay, "What can he do about it?" And so he's going to say, "Call my office and make an appointment." <laughs> Take a cue from that. That's what you need to say when somebody wants to do that to you. Stop being their best friend and, and be the professional and say, "Hey, I'd love to talk to you about that. Just call my office and we'll set up a time for a discovery call and we'll figure out what we can do." and you hand her a card. That's it. You got a new lead. She will do that, okay? Because you told her what to do. If you don't tell people how to engage with you, they don't know what the first step is. They don't know what to do, okay? So you need to provide that to them for every, you know, every along the way, you need to to let them know how it is to move forward. Okay, and it's not going down the hallway and talking about the bathroom now in the middle of a party. Not doing that. But if you'd like to talk to me at my office and we have a discovery call, da-da-da. And that discovery call, you can turn into a paid first appointment. And from the paid first appointment, you can decide if it's going to be a job or not. Just like that. Okay. So having this plan or system in place ahead of time makes it really comfortable to be out talking to people because you know what to say when that comes up. And very often those things just turn into leads and leads turns into jobs, just like that. Okay. So this is not a big, hard thing. It's not a secret. And it's something that I teach in growth (laughs) every year. (laughs) We do this and, and it works beautifully. It works really beautiful. Okay. So, you know, you just need to have a little bit of plan ahead of time and think about what's really going on there. Okay. You know, the, the other thing that you want to talk about here and think about is past clients. And sometimes designers say, well, I don't want them. I don't want, they're awful. Well, well, they're mostly awful because you didn't have any boundaries. Okay. And you didn't know how to set up the job. And so it, they took advantage of you, I'm sure. And, but they didn't know uh, probably that they were taking advantage of you. So there's this piece about knowing how to set up a job and how to put boundaries in place so that you hold your shape and say, this is how I work. Now, having said that, I will tell you that your past clients are your low-hanging fruit and that you should be in connection with them on a regular basis. Okay, And it's not You know, I've often said, well, they don't want anything. I already finished their house. You don't know that. You're deciding that for them, and that's not you, okay? That's not up to you to do. You don't know when their friend that they had dinner with last night just told them they bought a new vacation house in the lake, okay, and don't know how they're going to get it furnished, right? If you're connected to your past clients really well, they're going to say, hey, oh, you know what? You need to call Terry. She could take care of that. You know, and if you're doing a newsletter, you know, they could just pull that newsletter and their computer and send it to that person and they'd be connected. Okay, so so this is about connection and about reach. Think of marketing as dropping a pebble in a pond and the ripples move out. Okay, you want to drop your pebbles so you have lots of ripples and you touch lots of people. It's a numbers game. Absolutely it is. Okay, but I believe that there's good clients for every designer it's not too crowded there's not too much competition there are <laughs> there's someone for everyone they are a vibrational match up okay If you want higher end clients you'll raise your vibration you'll have more boundaries in place this time, and you'll actually move some of those past clients up into the way you want them because you have changed now. <laughs> it's an interesting thing it's this, this thing this problem with clients who are not paying and, and, and not the kind of client you want has to do with you not them Okay. You need to become the, the designer that attracts that higher end person. That means your vibration has to change, that your attitude about it has to change, your confidence has to change. I teach a lot of that. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of that to be gained in a community of people who are going forward in the same way. So that's a very cool thing we do here, too. We've got a whole group of designers who are thinking in this way and supporting each other in each way. And, and, you know, rising tide lifts all boats. <laughs> and it does. You know, the whole, the whole group group rises as each person pops up, it pulls everybody up and everybody begins to understand how this works and, and hold better boundaries and therefore have better experiences with clients and therefore have more referrals and therefore their marketing gets better and better. And as all of that builds, you start adding other layers to your marketing. Okay. You start adding the social media stuff and the bigger website and the, the, you know, the, the other pieces that, that will go in there that will finish that out. Newsletters and, and perhaps speaking at some events or whatever, you know, things that are comfortable for you that you like to do that, that get you out there. Show houses and yeah, that's a good one home you know home tours and and th- that kind of stuff is really where it happens and where you get published and where you become very known, and people know you and then when when somebody refers you, they go, Oh, I know who that is, that's what marketing is, okay so that 's my little piece on how you get clients if you 're in that place where you're you're looking for clients looking to figure out how to get your business to work, whether you're new in a business or you 've been here for years and need to remodel a bit, retool it a bit. Here, our growth program here at Interior Design Business Academy is just that. It is all about getting good clients and making money. That is the piece, right? And that's what we focus on and get you through. Those are all systemized pieces. They're like recipes. You follow it, right? And it works, works for everybody, been tested true. We've been doing this for 12 years, so we're, we're pretty solid in what we're doing. If, if that sounds interesting to you and you want to learn a little more like that, go to interiordesignbusinessacademy.com and look for the button that says sign up for a clarity call. Click that and get signed up and let's talk about how this program might be a fit for you. And who knows, this could be the most important phone call you make this year. So until next time, design something beautiful and get paid what you're worth. Bye now. Bye now. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Interior Design Business Podcast. If you love what you're learning, head over to InteriorDesignBusinessAcademy.com and book a clarity call. This is the perfect way to chat with one of our coaches about where you are in your business and what your next best step needs to be to make your design business profitable and enjoyable. As always, you can head over to InteriorDesignBusinessAcademy.com to check out the links and resources from this episode. So until next week. Design something beautiful and get paid what you're worth.